Happy New Year to you all. Welcome back. It's 2024. Word of mouth with me, Harry Charles, in the studio a little bit earlier than uh, we'd actually uh, promised. All for good reason, though. Very excited to be here today with uh, this epic music in the background. Drum roll, please. (laughs) We have the amazingly talented Mr. Nick Mulvey in the house. Hey, Nick, welcome to the show. Harry, mate, I'm really, really glad to be here. Yeah, we're all glad for you to be here, mate. And um, the timing of uh, starting the new year with uh, with a bang as well, with you being around. And and obviously we're doing this uh, radio show. Uh, looking forward to your gig at One Radio Cafe on Saturday, which, as we just checked before the radio started, sold out, which is, uh, whoop, whoop. yep, total vibes. Everyone's buzzing with that, um, which is really cool. Gutting for anyone who missed the trick, but, you know, that's how these things do go. It's a limited amount of tickets. That's right. It's a little special occasion. Yeah, warm, intimate vibes. And Ibiza is a very special place for you, isn't it? Yes, mate. Well, Ibiza has been home for me for the last four years. And um, it's been uh, a lot of life lived here. And in many ways very happy years um and so creating um you know moments here like with small concerts community and um and connecting through music is, is a big part of it a little safe bubble throughout uh, lockdown as well you were here and um i remember you were doing like little um guitar tutorials and uh, a few things on the bbc there keep you sort of moving and grooving and, that's uh, right yeah well we moved here in 2019 in the middle of 2019 so we had about six months or something before then everything changed at the beginning of 2020 with the lockdowns and stuff so our sort of adventure and experiment in the beef kind of suddenly changed with everyone else and we were, we were here and not going anywhere for all those months and uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that in yeah, many ways totally me too actually I mean for me it was a really personally uh, amazing opportunity to spend some quality time with my wife who was pregnant and um, I think that's like when when you're when your missus is pregnant or partner's pregnant you're about to have a baby you don't usually get to spend that time in, in the maternity kind of period like growing up to the birth um, together you know you're out working and doing mm. things but it really gave us an opportunity to like nest and be as one and it was it felt really really epic and spiritual we get up every morning do yoga together you know have a practice where we were holding the bit like you know the tummy and so yeah, no. so i look back on, on covid with with actually funnily enough fond memories um how was it for you as like an artist you know where like your world is kind of going like you know 100 miles an hour uh touring gigging and you have this sort of routine and then suddenly bang you're your whole world's kind of taken away from you and and the the entertainment industry took a heavy hit during yeah. that period as well. Yeah, I mean, um, it was many, many things, wasn't it? Because like after getting to grips with the first like extraordinary and weird and just scary in a way, like first weeks of that time, um, it actually became like for me having young kids, it became like similar to what you're saying. Like it became actually quite a blessed time. Like, to just be in the homestead and like it was it released a lot of pressure and it was a very nourishing time um funnily enough um and as an artist it, i was quite fortunate in that i had just finished a whole block of touring and a big album campaign and i was in this process of writing um uh what became my album new mythology um so 
I was quite fortunate that I wasn't having to cancel tours and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it was a weird time in just so, so many ways. And, and like, although I was fortunate in, in the way I just said, like I found it, um, you know, it was strange as well that, that, that I couldn't go and, and connect with my audience in the normal ways, you know, so I guess that's why the, um, the online guitar lessons and just kind of hanging out in live streaming was, was the way forward. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we can be thankful for COVID in some respects for your new album, uh, Mythology, and, and, the, and the time it gave you to, to write your songs. And your creative process and, and songwriting, um, it seems to, um, like you as an artist, be constantly evolving and you're obviously taking in your your um, wisdom from your from your life and your journey and the path you lead um, how much of your new album was influenced by kind of personal things going on in your life or well um, yeah I mean it's all deeply deeply personal it, it's it's my you know in many ways it's my process that that gives you know that um, I'm, I'm, I'm working through my own life and my own feelings and, um, you know, I'm, I'm deep in a new... When you say new album, I'm thinking about the one that I'm in the studio right now and cooking up and yeah, I've got my guitar. Yeah, that's your current one. Yeah, yeah, which is not released yet, but I, I've got my guitar here and I'll, I'll play some little... some, some, some songs from, from that stuff, which is unreleased. But the last album, which was... It was a little bit back now because we released it June 2022... Um, but that was all, yeah, very much from that that period of um, of lockdown, and so yeah, like very, very heartfelt songs, very personal songs. But it's like, I guess, exploring the planetary through the personal, because as well as having, you know, my own, uh, yeah, my life, my family, my my feelings, um, we're looking at this this epic time to, to make sense of an epic time to be alive and watching all these shifts on the planet. I don't know, man, like I, I feel, uh, I guess, I guess COVID in a way like made me a lot less sure of what I think about the world and a lot more, um, observant, if you know what I mean. Like for example, the second track on the album begins with a declaration, the time of the lone wolf is done. Mm-hmm. Now, what I mean by that is that, like, humanity has, for several hundred years, with our technology and with various reasons, uh, has, you know, kind of industrialized humanity, let's say, has naturally believed itself to be superior and separate from the rest of the planet. And, like, I kind of forgive our forefathers for that because, like, we didn't need the wind to push our boats anymore. We didn't need the river to turn our wheels to power our factories. We had, like, electricity. We were just, you know, so we sort of felt like we were gods. And and um, and what we're living through right now, I think, is, is uh, you know, 300, 400 years later is the kind of, in a way, the end of that in the sense of that we know we can't live without the bees and we can't live without the wellness of of all of us now, even if it feels like at the moment mo- half the world doesn't really understand that. Um, but like, I believe and I see everywhere that we are, I'm encouraged by how much I see people and all of us understanding the interconnectivity of everything. So when I sing on the second track of New Mythology, The Time of the Lone Wolf is Done, I'm singing about humanity, you know, and I really believe that. But my point here is that, like, on these new songs I'm singing, I don't feel like standing up on stage and singing big statements about the world. I feel quite humbled um, 
as we live through what we're living through. And I just, I'm more about um, connection and, um, yeah, I, I guess just um, honesty. It's always been about honesty, but like, yeah. I don't know, it's less sweeping, I guess. It's less yeah. like, I'm just, it's just a mad time to be alive. And So your new album we can expect um, kind of, it's called, Dark Harvest. Is yeah, I think this might actually be the first time. Oh, like, no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. I'm proud to share it on Open Lab. Um, yeah, the new album is called Dark Harvest. Dark Harvest uh, is, I'm in the process of recording it now. I'm hoping it drops by um, June this year, maybe September. We'll Very exciting. You're going to play something from that as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the recordings themselves are like half finished, but the I've got my guitar here and, and yeah. the songs are just like, I'm in absolute love with them. Well, um, as your cue, as your um, one of your one of my favourite tracks of yours comes on in the background called Unconditional, um, I'm going to let that play, but I'm also going to say it's um, super surreal to be here with you, mate. Uh, ten years yes, on mate. from seeing you play live in uh, Sydney at the Emore Theatre. Um, and if someone had said to me there and then, Oh yeah, see that guy on stage who's performing that you've come to see. He's going to be on your radio show and then playing at your venue ten years later. I'd have been like, amazing. Fuck off. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Nice one, fella.
Oh, we are very, very lucky people today having Nick Mulvey in the studio and we are about to be treated to something super unique and exclusive. It's a live performance of Radical Tenderness, tenderness <laughs> from his new album. So stay tuned. Over to Nick Mulvey live in the Open Lab studio. be right or free now guess i'd rather be free than right when we're finally done with the conflict in the aftermath we find radical tenderness now some of that natural great peace radical tenderness now some of that natural great peace and if i had the restraint of moses i'd be humbled by your force i'd understand it's just a process River has to run its course Radical tenderness now Some of that natural great peace Radical tenderness now Some of that natural great For the answers without ever asking why I try to push it away but the chances It's keeping me alive Let's be adventurous Remember it's you and it's me Radical tenderness now Some of that natural great peace And I saw us blowing away Saurus has two blades of grass Swaying in a field so vast It's not just us, it's all the past What a view So much more I want to say Family trees of consequence Stretching back to Adam then Shadows seeking to condemn me and you And the shadow of forgiveness will open when we see That all this vicious business was never you and me Radical tenderness now, some of that natural great peace Radical tenderness now, some of that natural great peace Yes, the flower of forgiveness will open when we see That all this vicious business was only you and me Radical tenderness now Some of that natural great peace Radical tenderness now Some of that natural, natural great peace Forgiveness will open when we see that all this vicious business was never you and me. Radical tenderness now, radical tenderness, radical tenderness now, radical tenderness.
Oh, my God. Yes, moment of silence as we sort of rejig things around. As you can tell, this is absolutely live. And, um, wow, I'm a bit um, <clears throat> speechless, actually, um, which is a difficult thing to happen to me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, dude, that was incredible. That was Thank like, you, mate. Yeah. The, the guitar you, sounds like a hang drum when you're playing it. Right. It's got that, right. it's got that feel. Like, it, it's just... It's got know. a bell-like yeah, quality. It, it has, yeah, mate. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Um, Thank you, mate. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like you throw me under the bus here, Nick. Um, getting some, <laughs> get yourself uh, together, mate. Get yourself together. Come on. Uh, slap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, give me, a, give me a warm drink here, Antonio. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going um, we're gonna, to <laughs> play another one of yours. Um, this is um, uh, another... Uh, firm favourite of mine is called uh, Begin Again by uh, Nick, Nick Mulvey. Um, have a listen and uh, we'll talk a little bit in the background and I'll uh, get my shit together. <laughs> blood in you and me is as old as blood can be is as old as blood can be as old as blood can be Lines of memory drew the markings on my hand Ancient lines of living love awaken in this land Saying I am in the forest, in the city and the field I am in the bounty, come on, know me as I yield I am in the falcon, in the otter and the snow I am in the turtle dove with nowhere left to go In the moment of blind madness when he's pushing her away I am in the lover and in the ear who hears her say Can we begin again? Oh baby it's me again I know you are so different to me but I love you just the same I love you just the same 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 Night
great time here in the studio i am seriously feeling very very honored to have you here on the show today nick and um yeah that was uh that was seriously a blast you performing that um new track from your album radical tenderness uh, yeah yeah we're still i uh, said i was going to try and get myself together to be able to compose myself to continue to have a chat with you but uh i think i'm a bit like in awe of of, of catching that performance here it's fun doing stuff that you love doing isn't it for a job Oh mate, like I feel very blessed, you know, that I've I've always had this music, like it's like a boat that like I travel in through life and um, you know, uh coming and doing radio shows as well is like literally I'm reminded today of just like how fun radio is. It's like live, you yeah. know, it's 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 right here right now. There's it, the th- the difference between um doing something live and doing something not live uh <laughs> to summarize in radio format is it's not really radio unless it's live. Uh radio okay, is yeah. the live performance otherwise it's a podcast. So, you know, right. that's the difference and and there's all sorts of manner of things that can happen when you're live, you know, and uh that feeling, that energy is of like a performance. So it's very kind of, um, yeah. Well, it's got this kind of normalised magic, isn't it? It's like, oh yeah, radio, people are driving in their cars, like people are at home listening. Like, But that's extraordinary and completely amazing, borderline shamanic. And it's uh, and then when you do it, you're like, I connect with that. I'm reminded of like, what are people, you know, we're here. Yeah. But talking into these microphones, anyway, I, I, I vibe on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's live right now. We're on 106.4 FM, so people are tuned in, hopefully listening, driving safe uh, on their radios and also tuned in online. So hello to all the listeners out there. We're very happy that you're tuned in right now. I'm going to play something that is... Um, little birdie tells me you, you're a fan of Bjork, Nick. Is that right? That's very true, actually. Massive fan. Um, I'm a massive fan too. We're going to play this one. It's a human behavior. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about your inspiration for where you've kind of uh, come to in your own artistry. Right. Shoot! 
Bjork. As I said, I'm a massive fan of the lady. Can you sum Bjork up in one word, Nick? Is that something you can do for me? Free, I guess, if it's going to be one word. Yeah, I mean... Free. She's, she's. Um, we were just saying, she's so profound and watching interviews is always something I really enjoy watching and listening to her and, and just feeling completely mesmerised by her performances and she was very outlandish with what she wore. And <laughs> You all right, Antonio? All good? <laughs> don't die on us now <laughs> um, so um, she was yeah very iconic in the 90s and who, who else for you was an inspirational artist and um, someone that you kind of looked up to yeah I mean there's so many um, I mean from from back when I was younger um, a lot of the songwriters Nick Drake um, really captured my my heart when I was you know 18, you know, kind of young, and then great songwriters, Paul Simon, um, Patti Smith, I love her energy, her freedom, her poetry. Um, in, in more recent times, like I think a lot of people in 2023, I've been very touched by Sinead O'Connor, and I was in the past, but like it's it's been deepened and clarified in her passing. Yeah, for sure. And um, she was um, very outspoken in interviews and always really loved that. It was very grippy to kind of uh, listen to what she had to say. And um, Extraordinary. Yeah. And how, how do you feel when you're in those uh, moments where kind of you're getting grilled? I mean, I'm not hopefully not grilling you too hard here, but, you know, when you're, you're in that opportunity to kind of talk about someone and someone's kind of angling you somewhere or, you know, where do you sit? I guess there are politics involved within the music industry and you don't want to piss anyone off, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess um, it takes courage. It really takes courage to, uh, to to speak the truth. And I think you have to know your shit. That's your responsibility if you've got a platform. Um, and, you know, recently talking to Sinead O'Connor, I saw the documentary uh, Nothing Compares and I cannot get it out of my head. Like, it is just haunting me and inspiring me. And it's basically a film about her, like, documentary about her life, but it really explains to you about Ireland in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, the, the sort of soil from which she came and, and the, uh, you know, and, and, and the, the trauma and the, the repression, the repression of women in Ireland. Like, it reminded me very much of a contemporary Iran, actually, with the strong religious structures and this kind of just, like, ingrowing, you know, just yeah, very. Uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of trauma, and uh, you know. So she she came from that and was this kind of angel within it all, and, and her conviction, her courage, and her values just just inspired me so much to uh, to plow forward with the releases I have this year, and to be courageous and and uncompromising in them. Tell us a bit more about. Um your courage of where you're taking your music uh, this year. Uh, we are this year now, 2024, so. Yeah, well, I guess uh, the, the, in the front of my mind when I say that is, is the next piece of music that I'm going to release and we're just working towards the release date if it's going to be as soon as February or later on, but it's a song called Freedom Now. And Freedom Now um, 
came through to me um, in in November of 2022. So if we remember a year and a bit ago, um, Iran was erupting with the rev- with the protests on the street. And um, I was deeply, I am deeply moved by the Iranian people's struggle for freedom. And it seems to be, it's not just happening over there. You know, it's so resonant and symbolic of humanity's struggle for freedom. Um, and I was also particularly connected to it through my friendship with a, a, a friend who lives sometime in Ibiza, who's an actress, an activist and an artist called Goalshifter. Goalshifter Farahani is a household name in Iran. She's, you know, she's a massive superstar in Asia. And she made a film with Brad Pitt when she was like, maybe 20 years old and she had to leave suddenly um, Iran and she's been in exile ever since living between Paris and London and she's she's a soul man she's a spirit she's she's a freedom fighter and an activist and she's just like very warm emotional and inspired person so I she was on stage with Coldplay invited her on stage uh, when the revolution was happening with the protests were happening in in the autumn of 2022 I saw this uh, clip of her on stage with Coldplay and I just was so moved to tears and I thanked her I sent her a text message thanking her and she wrote back saying Nick we should do something let's let's clever and I was like I'm in. So then a few weeks later, from a very deep place in my life, very personal place in my life, these chords came and they have this energy and this rhythm and, um, and this song came and, uh, and these words came and, and it's called Freedom Now and, and Goal Shifter is speaking through the track and we're also collaborating with a, another artist from an Islamic country um, called Aruj Aftab, who's a Pakistani singer who's won a, gra- a Grammy recently, uh, who lives in New York. So it's a kind of collaboration between the three of us I'd love to be able to play it right now on this show, but I don't think I'm allowed because there's, yeah, it, it's in the, the song is in the works. It's called Freedom Now, and like, obviously, I feel if I can carry on talking, are you, are you flowing with me? Right, I'm cool. Totally, so like, we're, we're in. We're cool. Locked. So like, you know, um, yeah, it takes a lot of courage to put out a song like this, and I, you know, we, we originally we had it scheduled to release on October the 25th. Now, of course, things happened in the Middle East, in Israel on October the 7th and in Palestine since then. And correctly, I think we just paused everything. We needed to just watch and listen for a minute. It didn't feel like the right moment to put out a song even connected with the Middle East, with Iran. Um, and then, uh, and, and then, you know, I'm really inspired now just to just to get it up and get it out and put it out. And, and watching that Janelle O'Connor documentary was literally part of the inner engine. I phoned my manager afterwards and was just said, we have to do this and um, be courageous and not over explain too much. You know, it's, everything's in the song. Um, I'm not, I'm an expert on music. I'm an expert on songs. I'm an expert on something. I'm not an expert on geopolitics and don't pretend to be but I can um, weave together anguish and hope. It's both of those. It's, it's, it's got this pain and this urgency and it's also got this deep love for the world and, and it's important that we sit in the middle of all those flavours at this moment. We're really excited to hear it. I know I've actually had the pleasure of, of listening to it and I'm, I'm, I would love to press play on it right now. It would be great, but I appreciate it's, it's not the right time. Well, and it's produced by the Parisi brothers who have been producing all the Fred Again stuff. Right. So these boys are just like, just it was stunning. We made it in six hours. Wow. They're so quick. You know, these brothers, one of them's at the laptop. He makes all the beats like, and then the other one's at the keyboard. And then I came with this song and it just went, 
whoosh, you know. So I'm like buzzing. It's coming, right? It's coming, it's coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah soon. Yeah. I hope February. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, well, music is powerful and um, it's important, I think, to get it flowing because there's plenty to say in this world. I mean, there's always something else that's happening that feels, uh, like you said, you know, maybe didn't feel relevant to release it at that point, but um, there's probably also no time like the present as well in some respects. I feel this responsibility to, to get the song out, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to play another one of yours and then I think we'll do another another live version of uh, Great. something to come up. So thank you, Nick. Thanks for sharing that with us and we really look forward to that release. Time of the long wolf is done Come in, gentle fire, find the sun Banish the struggle from your mind Give what you seek, you will find That it doesn't matter when you know Hey, mama, yeah, mama, yo I was falling fast, falling in fear Mama, I can't see a way out of here But falling down, there ain't no ground at all Free flight fall all the pain in the heavy rain is falling away. Yeah. Yeah. So we can be. Time. 
another treat guys because Nick's going to perform another live acoustic one of his um, absolute belters um, I told him I didn't put it in the playlist of my favourite tracks um, I don't know I was feeling a bit like you know didn't want to put your absolute one of your absolute bombs on there and be like yeah this is yeah I was trying to dig you know do my DJ stuff sort of thing so deep cuts, deep cuts you know um, but uh, you're going to perform one of your, your biggest hits now uh, shall we let's do it Softly in the evening dusk A woman is singing to me And she takes me back Down the vista of my years Until I see I see a child Underneath the piano In the boom of the tingling strings Pressing the poise Feet of his mother Who smiles at him as she sings Kukuruku Kukuruku Softly now in the evening dusk A woman is singing to me And she takes me back Down the vista of my years Until I see a boy, a child Underneath the piano And the boom of the tingling strings Pressing the poised feet of his mother Who smiles at him as she sings Yearning to belong Yearning to belong My heart beats with the ceaseless longing Lover yearning to belong Spite of myself and all of these nursery songs, my heart beats with a ceaseless longing, lover yearning to belong to the melodies of childish days are upon upon me, and they take me back back down the river. They keep leading me on. They lead me until I see the door of my manhood is cast Down in the flood of remembrance And I weep like a child for the past Singing kukuruku Kukuruku Singing kukuruku Yeah, yeah Yearning to belong Are you yearning to belong? My heart beats with the ceaseless longing Lover yearning to belong In spite of myself And all of these nursery songs My heart beats with the ceaseless longing Lover yearning I see a child Underneath the piano In the boom of the tingling strings Pressing the poised feet of his mother Who smiles at him as she sings Listen to me son I tell you why your father's strong Cause he can still say every single day He's yearning to belong 
yearning to belong? Are you yearning to belong? My heart beats with the ceaseless longing, lover yearning to belong. In spite of myself and all of these nursery songs, my heart beats with the ceaseless longing, lover yearning to belong. Amazing. Wow. That's up there with like one of the best things I've ever done, I think. <laughs> and we're only on the 3rd of January. We've got a long way to go for this uh, year to uh, get even better. Wow. That was incredible yet again. Um, seriously. You got Thank a great, you, mate. You got a great voice, you know. <laughs> Cheers, fella. <laughs> you know, I strum one of those guitars <laughs> as well. You do pretty well. You'll, you'll go far, you will, Nick. <laughs> um, I've, um, yeah, I mean, I'll touch back upon the where I first ever saw you play live um, in Sydney at the Enmore Theatre. And we checked up, it was in July, and I went with a few of my mates and, you know, a lot of... July 2014. 2014, yeah. exactly, 10 years ago. Um, right. You know, a lot's happened in 10 years, hasn't it? Um, for me, I remember standing there and uh, my buddies around me, you've met a few of them actually now, Ben and Alex. Um, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, and um, so they were like, yeah, this is, this is Nick Mulvey, you know, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's the man, like, you know, check him out. And uh, they're like, you'll know some of his tracks. And I remember going to see you play, I'd never, I'd never really knew who you were. And I was just sort of standing there watching you play guitar and I was just completely hooked. And, and, and I think the focus is like laser, um, seeing someone play acoustic like the way you play it's just very i use that word grippy like i'm a like a wine connoisseur on the grippy grippy wine uh, in your mouth it, you grip people in and um i think saturday this saturday is going to be one of the most incredible performances um like i said there's only 100 people uh, 100 tickets they're sold out um which is incredible um it well, i'm so looking forward to it um you've played main stage at Glastonbury you've played for some royalty I believe yes right uh, king of the king of Bhutan's birthday <laughs> sounds was, like it sounds like a vibe that <laughs> that was there's a good story with that one for yeah. sure um, is it an off air or an on air story uh, it's it's an on air story yeah, yeah. It was, it was, how did um, that come about well it was a little after Sydney when you saw me so it was um, end of that year and I have a friend called John who was running events at the Eden Project in Cornwall, right? So any English people listening might know um, the Eden Project. Is it called the Eden Project? It's the... Um, I think these, it rings a bell, that these, does. Uh, it's like a, like a beautiful conservation project like of these domes, these biodomes down in Cornwall. Um, I think, yeah, the Eden Project. And um, he was running events there and uh, because... Bhutan is a very uh, small kingdom between Tibet and Nepal and they have been very close to um, to travel and close to tourists. Not not 100% close, but like nearly 100% close to tourists over the years because they uh, saw the, the, the rapid um, kind of, whatever the word is, a rapid gentrification kind of thing of Nepal uh, with all the tourists coming to Nepal, so, so Bhutan closed. And... Um, and they were looking to just begin to open their borders in, in 2014. And they had, they're, they're big conservationists, Bhutan and the royal family. They preserve their, their, these Himalayan foothills, their country very uh, beautifully. And 
they are connected in their conservation to the Eden Project. So they got in touch and, and they were looking to put a festival on uh, of of a culture and arts festival in Bhutan. So they got in touch with my friend John, who's a who's head of events at the Eden Project. So I got a call from John. So it's a rambling, long-winded way of saying, I got a call from John <laughs> saying, Nick, it's the king of Bhutan's birthday. Um, there's a big festival taking place in the local football stadium. Do you want to come and play a gig? So it was an easy yes. And um, it was a very, uh, yeah, I was very honoured to play this gig. And, and it was an audience of people who, who never get live concerts there. And like, it was just unforgettable. It was a, it was a really special Amazing. experience. So, so they were the top, top, top 10, top five uh, performances. Yeah. Top, top 10, top five. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And um, talking about performances uh, coming up this year, are there any places coming up on the map that you're really excited to play? Um, obviously. Warm, yeah. On Saturday, yeah. Warm but- Saturday. Top of the bill. Long time, <laughs> lo, long time coming. Um, yeah, uh, man. Did you read, I don't know, I, I, I kind of recall, but I go back to, um, I remember the day you rocked up at the cafe and you were outside and we kind of weren't quite open. You were sort of like, are you open coffee sort of thing? Can I come in? We were like, I, was, I immediately was kind of like, that's, that's fucking Nick Mulvey. Like, oh my God. Yeah, like, get him in, get him in, get him in. Like, you came in and you were hanging out and you were, you were eating some of my food. You had the, had the famous burger. Um, where it all began and uh, that was when we kind of said well when the bill came oh listen um, if you uh, if you want we could just do a trade off you know like you could just perform here and we just give you you can give you a free free burger free burger (laughs) and you were kind of like I'm not too sure that's a a fair trade off yet Um, but as I said and I wrote in the post (laughs) earlier this week it it, it started like a kind of conversation between us of what well, it could be really cool if you came and played here, Nick. Um, we would be honoured. You know, we literally just opened. Right. And um, so for me, it's been uh, uh, really amazing to be in this position to have you now come into play. And um, we've been fans of yours for some time. And yeah. Um, well, mate, I mean, from that first conversation, I was and am really touched. And um, yeah, just inspired by how much culture you're weaving through what you do. And of course, culture is community. So it's like... Yeah, you you you've got a venue and a and a cafe restaurant, but it's like woven with music, woven with artists, um, and then you're you're you know interweaving that with this radio show and just like yeah, real respect for the arts and artists and culture and community and, and that just you know was really clear from the start. So I'm really glad we're doing it. Thank you, mate. Um, um, that that means a lot. And um, yeah, I mean we're all in kind of. Um different places within the, the music industry as such. And for me, uh, has always been a place that resonates really uh, strongly in my heart. I spent a lot of time here when I was younger and since then and have uh, come back with my wife and we've had both our kids are born here. So they're little Ibisenko's here, you know. And uh, so the place holds a very special place in my heart. And from the from the very beginning of Ibiza, when it kind of first formed as a, uh, a sort of island for creatives to come back to in the 50s and the 60s for aristocrats. It was the platform. It was the stage. It was the, the poorest of the Balearic Islands and uh, it was the cheap one that people would come to and, and gather and, and creative like-minded souls and individuals and some bands. You know, the Stones played here, Bob Marley. And it was like, you go there and there's a sort of vibe, like almost like a festival when you go and people listen and go away from it and say, how can we take what we've learned from here into our everyday uh, sort of life? And, you know, Ibiza has many things. It can be transient at times and people are coming and going and there's 
lots of different uh, emotions flying, especially riding high in the summer. The energy is completely different. This winter feels the most community uh, vibe that you can ever feel on the island. And it's so nice to have you here. And I know you've moved kind of, you're in between the UK and Ibiza now, but right. you've kind of like, you know, maybe kind of stepped more into the UK a bit more this year. And uh, you're going to be obviously recording there and, and performing around there. So we're very lucky and fortunate to have you here at this time. And um, you're a big part of that community. And that's what feels right. I mean, word of mouth as such is about kind of, it, it, it's all about who you know and how it knocks on in that way. And that's how the curation and how the people perform at Warm and, and the people that come down. And, and that feeling is something that's resonating through. And I'm so excited to see who's going to be there on, um, on Saturday for this performance. So Yeah, man, the, the, the timing feels nice for me. Because as you say, like I, I'm between Ibiza and London and I've got a period coming up where I'm diving into the, the, finishing a couple of albums actually. And that just kind of has me shifting my base back to London, back to the UK. But, you know, my family's here, so I'm, I'm going to be in Ibiza every month. And, uh, it just feels like a, like a really good moment to, uh, to bring in. It's a small audience, but it's going to feel nice and full in the space and to just, to just really give, you know, make an offering on my songs. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Going to play this tune. It feels right.
for me Head full of toxic scenes and other people's dreams All my days, what a waste If we can turn it back and make the change I have missed your face, your mind, your company with a tune written by Nick Gravenitis, who used to be in the electric flag, a song called Work Me Lord.
Wonderful Janice Joplin. I just felt like I had to do a bit of a little curveball in there. Time for some Janice. Time for some Janice. She gets her. She gets her time. She deserves it. She's one of the best. Um, this next one we're going to play is um, uh, a shout out for my best mate Alex. And I said, "What's your favourite Nick Mulvey song?" And he said, "It's this one." 
in your hands. Wicked. For every other day is another, and that's the only way to start. Can live as one as lovers, live as two as enemies. So many never know the difference. Come step in the dark with me. With the pale light in your hands Before I understand How lovely can we be With the pale light in your hands Before I understand How it can be A vicious craving in my bones Step away from something I could not find Until I looked inside my aching heart So I hide upon it bees Making honey from my darkness Woe from my disease And so now I see Can know the world is a lover Know the world is an enemy Oh, so many never know the difference Come step in the dark with me With the pale light in your hands Before I understand How loving can be With the pale light in your hands Before I understand Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, we have Nick Mulvey live in the Open Lab studio. Hello to all the lovely listeners at home. My wife, James, has uh, messaged me and said hello, said it's all sounding very glorious, Nick. So um, 
Uh, Joe Yule's also written in to say she's very happy and oh, enjoying the music. Um, yeah, lots of the Ibiza heads in and listening, which is great. And um, feels like it's been a, a very warm, receptive response to you coming on the radio. Open Lab are huge fans of yours, so... Do you know what, mate? I'm really glad to be here today. I wanted to say that at the top. Um, and, it, you know, I've been a fan for a while as well. And I'm grateful. Grateful for the plays, you know. I, I, I hear myself sometimes when I'm driving in my car. Um, and other people tip me off when, when a play happens and so you know it's really nice to be able to say directly to you to Antonio and to the crew thank you yeah no I mean everyone everyone and big big thanks to Antonio actually because he's come in here and he would have been on his Ollie Bobs uh, chilling a bit longer uh, taking a bit of space uh, sleep, play. sleeping playing with his dog uh, hanging out <laughs> um, but um, no this has been a, a beautiful show to come in for and uh, yeah there's nothing better than doing a little live performance and I can't wait for got a couple more songs coming on that yes, you're going to perform live um, again immensely grateful for you performing live here feels like the most exclusive gig I've ever been to in my life yeah dude uh, my pleasure mate you'll be, you'll be sort of trying to kick me off at the end <laughs> and um, what have we got coming up you've got a couple of uh, tasty covers of uh, yeah I, I dip in the covers bag you know which yeah. is always fun and like, I don't always do them live at the shows yeah. and it's exactly these kind of platforms it's really fun to do some stuff I wouldn't do normally like the Radio 1 live lounge vibe you know that's it yeah, you know back open to mind or open lounge you know it's the kind of what tunes you play have you I thought about doing much of a compilation kind of thing where it's like tunes that have inspired you or influenced it that I would perform not necessarily put perform, together yeah put, put together, together a compilation um, I'd love to I haven't um, I, I have done stuff like that I've got a Spotify playlist you can find uh, through my profile um uh, but in terms of then like proper releases and stuff um, I would love to mate you know it's all just about like we were saying earlier about culture creating culture celebrating culture like living richly in culture and all the things that that we're made of that inform us you know like that's that's my world I'd love to do more of that and um, it, it, I mean I'm speaking from my own personal experience from having uh, gotten to get to know you a bit better over the last few years and um, sort of seeing where you're at and it feels like there's this new vigor and supercharged energy surrounding you not that you weren't you know radiating some positive energy before yeah. but it just feels like <laughs> you're on a man with you're a man with a mission sort of right now and are you feel how are you feeling about your music like where, yeah where, where, mean, where are you at you're happy with what you're putting out obviously so yeah like new I have, album you know <laughs> i have to say like you know after covid and after my last record, I just clicked into into a new gear with my creative process, you know, just understanding what I knew effortlessly as a, as a youngster, you know, when I was starting out, which is just, it's all about the process, loving your heroes, giving 100% to just like creating, 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 and then really disattaching basically from then what happens to it and how it fares in the world. Just like get it up, put it out. And then I had... It's a typical story, I think, of creatives. I had some success and then you kind of get this sort of just a bit of interruption or not that helpful feedback loop where you start to be aware more of audiences and stuff. And I'm sure you heard that. And I don't think I was massively derailed by it, but what it did was it slowed things down um, for whatever reasons. And I've just clicked into this like, you know, this 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 gear that I'm just really happy with, just, just creating all the time and... Um, uh, you know, and, and letting it carry me along and, and having my focus where it should be, which is all about the materials, the in the lyrics, in the words, in the inspirations, in the productions. And What helps you stay focused, Nick? You know, like um, 
I'm a, I'm a man here. I've uh, done uh, six months now of no drinking alcohol, yeah. which has been like complete and utter like revitalization for me. And it's and it's. I was saying to someone the other day, it's a bit like I found the, uh, you know, the film Limitless, the Limitless pill. And um, I'm like feeling like laser sharp focus with things I'm doing and that's really helpful. So I'm yeah. feeling good about that. But do you have like a routine or something you do or, you know, into the, the personal traits of yeah, mixed life? I mean, what do you do when you get up? I mean, like, what do you eat in your breakfast cereal? Like, I mean, <laughs> what keeps you focused is, is like, is the, 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 the obvious stuff, you know? It's just about like, you know, although I, I do well with my music, it's not, it's actually, it's not easy to earn money through it and I have to like stay really focused to bring in the food for the kids on the table it's like literally like when I I, I connect the dots I mean I guess sorry to, to go back a step I had a big major label deal for years and I'm grateful for that deal um, with one of the major labels and it was a big one like you know relatively big one and it was it brought financial security but it also did some unhelpful stuff it disconnected me from the the link between here's my action and this is my financial reward which when you're starting out and you you you, you do a gig you get paid you know um, well with with the major label comes these advances so every so often you get a chunk of money you know which is welcome it's great but I didn't you don't often realise as a youngster that that actually then disconnects you from a really important energetic which is this is my action this is my return and, and I didn't know that for a long time several albums and quite a few years and it, and it was it also contributed to slowing things down so um, and, and another thing it did was was kind of interrupt my connection with my audience and how I felt it was my own so I left that record deal in January a year ago and that's totally part of of, of igniting um, it's, it's like I'm doing things on my terms and that just yeah it lights me up and it, and it kind of yeah it plugs me back into my connection with my audience and um, how I want it to be um, and yeah and it, it's, it's just like kicking in this productivity well, you have more control, don't you? You know, like you said, you put something out, you get it back. And uh, well, that, I, I actually, I don't know, it's not sort of the time to tell this story, but I, uh, <laughs> I did a, a gig in the middle of the summer last year where um, I did like a private chefing job. And I can't really name any names here, but I worked with a, a famous uh, rapper, if you like, who was on a big label. And um, it was very interesting to see how they work and this kind of like advanced sort of thing and kind of how the money comes to them but or, or to an artist as such and to know how to like manage that in a way that, you know, psychologically in the creative process, if, you, if you've got nothing and you're looking to be creative to like put it out there, you're kind of like putting your all into it, a bit like busking, you know, you're yeah. really playing and then you're getting your rewards done. But if someone's sort of saying to you, he go, it's kind of like that's taken away from it as well. And then there's like a different way of kind of going through the processes and the steps of your, your creative process, if you like. So and I guess that kind of plays on your, on your mind a bit. And in this occasion where I was at, I was kind of watching money that had been advanced to someone and how they were using it and how they were spending it and not necessarily using it to like actually like necessarily better their performance. Was it debauched mayhem? Yes, absolutely. It was it was proper <laughs> page free sun stuff. So I can't really dive into it too much. But um, you know, so it is in more of an off air chat. Come come chat to me at one radio cafe. I'll tell you all about it. It'll be fun. Um, but yeah, God, it sounds really cryptic when you go into these things. But I guess I'm just trying to convey the understanding of uh, and also for me in my own learnings. And this is how I've always kind of done gone about my my business and my life is is by by discovery uh, of oneself and 
Um, what what I've learned from the music industry is this kind of advance of uh, a record label is, is is very much a controlling kind of way of like lynching onto artists and like saying this is the way we're going to move and how we're going to do it. And I think you've got a lot more of that autonomy back in your kind of like world now. And there's, maybe there's a feeling that I'm feeling about you. There's, there's something like it's like a bit of like a fight energy, like yeah, and not and, like you have you to know, fight it's... to like you know you know like you said. Put the, put the money on the table sort of thing but I guess like it's like back in your court of like you could actually win really big you could lose really really really, really small you know it's all it's all there you don't have that security like you said so maybe that comes through in your performing and your creative process which gives a bit more boom back to you yeah man and I I also it's a really obvious thing but I also recognise that I don't have forever and that just just has lit me up in the last last year, last couple of years, you know, it's like, it's just a thing about being in my late thirties rather than my twenties and my early thirties, like just realizing, right, I have to just, I have to really make this happen. And, um, and there is not forever to do it, you know? So that's simple, but like very transforming understanding. What goals do you have, Nick, of like where you're looking to kind of take your career and what does success look like to you? You've already been very successful in your own right. So where, where do you go now? I mean, I am ambitious. Like I, I, I love my heroes and I feel an affinity with my heroes. It, it, it irritates me when I'm not where I feel I should be. But these things are quite kind of complex to say because there's a lot of psychology involved. Like I have a mate called Jamie who texts me like, are you celebrating your success today, Nick? Are you celebrating your success? Because he, he understands that actually like, there are certain traps or like, you know, like I, how I feel about my success is, is not necessarily a clear picture of, of things. And so at the moment I'm actually going through a really uh, thorough redefinition of success. And, and before I would have to feel success would be like, I want to sell Ali Pali in London, I want to be like festival building everywhere in the world. You know, like it, you don't realize, but your kind of, you know, your, your kind of metrics and your ambitions, mine, where they were getting, they were getting high and like it, it just creates kind of unhappiness basically. And, um, I have been radically redefining them. Like, yeah, I, I've, I, I think of success as any time I feel grateful to be alive. Mm. <laughs> That's success. Like, um, so, but with my music, yeah, I want to, uh, I want to give my gifts fully. That's what it's about. It's like, I really have a lot of gifts. And what I like about the way culture and the music industry is growing is that like, before you had this kind of like mass approach where you'd have like, I want to just put it out to as many people as possible. And these days it's like, I kind of turn away from that. Like I, I welcome mass success as it comes but it's not my starting point my starting point is to give very richly to those who are who are tuned in and and like and there's so many ways to do that now with the way people are connecting with artists online and in social media and stuff it's like I'm going to build a guitar course for example and I love to dive into the materials of how I play the guitar how I construct songs and you know that is that is my happy safe zone and it's like all these interesting esoteric ideas come through in and of themselves when I focus on the materials of the guitar patterns and of of like how we create hypnosis within the music or how we create uh you know euphoria and that you know so it's it's this desire to like give my gifts fully and like I said earlier 
be lost in the creative process, given to the creative process and less attached to the outcome of it. Um, I'm grateful. I love my life. I love being a dad. I love the rhythm of my life. I don't need to be dominating territories, blah, 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 around, the, you know, like if that comes forever, but I just, I'm in service to the songs and I'm happy. We're happy. You're happy, Amen. Nick. Amen to that. <laughs> um, let's play this tune, Glory Box by none other than John Martin.
Doing a cover of Portishead. Talking of covers, Nick's getting uh, limbered up and ready for a cover that he's going to perform for you live. But we're going to listen to another one of his uh, favourites. Ask him if this would be the right one. This one's called Dancing for the Answers by Mr. Melvy.
such thing as time Nothing is lost and no one needs stuff man just saying in the background that it'd be a, a club banger that one uh, with a little kick drum on it and uh, I can actually imagine someone like Dixon or someone sort of like vibing that one out yes mate no I'm, I'm really proud of this song it's uh, it's somehow a special one one of your favourites what's it about um, well I mean I, I love the story behind this song and, and it's typical because often the songs have like at least I find quite amazing origins or quite interesting origins. Like this one was a dream I had um, a few years back, you know, probably it was when my son was a baby because he woke me up, the baby woke me up in the night. And so the dream was really fresh and I was able to write it all down. And in the dream, I was out the back sort of gate of my parents' garden in Cambridge where I was born and raised. It's a little lane in Cambridge and I'm putting my key in the back door and I hear in the dream, someone behind me say, oi, 
and I turn around and there's like a late 70s era David Bowie and he's sitting, David Bowie, he's sitting on a, on a, on a little wall and he's wearing like a baggy pink fuchsia sort of pink silk shirt with black buttons. And, and I'm, as I'm turning to, to him, I suddenly realise I've got the, the small guitar in my hands and I'm doing the pattern from Dancing for the Answers, which I'd just written about three or four months before that, which is... Which you've just heard. And as I'm doing... I'm turning to... And there's David Bowie and I'm doing the pattern and like, to my amazement and happiness, David Bowie stands up and comes towards me and he's like, wow, this is amazing. And he goes like, this is ancient. He keeps saying, this is ancient. And I'm playing the pattern simultaneously like stoked that David Bowie like appreciates my my jam and also going like yeah David I know it's ancient it's I know it's ancient I, I can't I know too and then and when I stopped David Bowie gives me this instruction the David Bowie of my dreams gives me this instruction he said you should go now to the normal six string guitar because I was doing this on a sort of small baritone ukulele. He said, go to the six string guitar and take this same piece of music, but work it out over the normal chord shapes, like the six strings chord shapes. And I wrote that all down in the middle of the night on my laptop, just got the dream down. And then uh, it was about two weeks later that I reread it and I thought, shit, I should do what David Bowie's told me to do, right? So I went to the guitar, picked it up and, I, and it was easy to find the chords. And then like straight up, nearly entirely complete, these words came. Every day, a wonder comes along just the same, and we remain alive to the shimmer of the living rain. We remain alive to the shimmer of the living rain while my muse waits patiently. She's dancing for the answers in the rain. She says, you'll do all the things for which you came. And as there's no such thing as time, nothing is lost and no one needs saving. She says, you can have it all when you find greatness in a peace that you do not claim. Amazing. <laughs> you know, like, it's like... So we can thank wow, Dr- I don't know. Dream Bowie for, for that song and his pointers, obviously, Love like it. critiquing your stuff. Yeah, I always call myself the, the first audience member. It's like, yes, I am writing this material, but I'm also like one of the audience. I'm the first audience member, you know? So I have these moments where it's, it's, it's almost a bit sort of like self-indulgent, but it's not quite. It's, I'm, just a, I'm, I'm sort of looking at the material as it's coming through me going like, you know, appreciating it, enjoying it. It's, it's giving me something. And these words, you will have it all when you find greatness in a peace that you do not claim. Like, I've been unpicking that ever since, you know? Yeah. I love it. That's, I think I can, I can see you doing some, like, more spoken wordy, rappy kind of stuff as well. Have you I ever do, done stuff like that? Do well, I take the time within, the, within my sets recently to speak the words of a song that you played earlier called Begin Again. Mary was my mother's mother and my sister too and there's rain in the river the river's running through uh, because I think there's a really important message in that song about grief and um, and connection with the land uh, that is really valuable as I, as I go so a, a little bit I'd speak I'd speak words I mean I tell stories about the songs and stuff like that at the gigs and that helps connect with the audience you're a great storyteller mate and uh, you can hear that through your songwriting is uh, uh incredible songwriting skills you've got and uh yeah I again tip my tip my hat to you nick um let's get you ready for this cover performance shall we should we do some light some live jiggery pokery on the microphone um let's move that one down and um yeah this is like a, a little uh secret weapon of yours is it that's right yeah um this is dipping in the bag of covers 
And um, yeah, this one kind of makes me laugh. Um, this one, you, you, you imagine most people will recognize this. Till I lose control Tease me with your body Till I lose control Tickle my body and soul Now tease me, tease me, tease me Tease me baby Till I lose control Tease me with your body Till I lose control Tickle my body and soul Now tickle my body and soul Now tickle my body and soul Now Tease me with your body till I lose control Tickle my body and soul Woman, your love is burning fire and I'm a solar Tickle my body till I lose control Woman, your love is burning fire and I'm a solar Tickle my body till I lose control Tease me, tease me, tease me, tease me, baby Till I lose control Tease me with your body till I lose control Tickle my body and soul now Tickle my body and soul now Tickle my body and soul now Until I lose control Tease me with your body till I lose control Tickle my body and soul now Until I lose control Tease me with your body till I lose control Tickle my body and soul now <laughs> yes, that was epic. That's like you know that that's got that for me. My best mate Alex, he's he's amazing on the guitar and he does lots of covers. And that's really good times I have when we're just like kicking back with your mates and it's like ah, oh, give Alex a guitar, let him play some stuff. And Wicked. you must have had m many of those moments with your friends. And actually, I see some of the videos of you like playing jam stuff, and that's a little party piece. And uh, the people start throwing things out. Like, oh, could you do like a little? Yeah, oh man, that's a joy. That's the joy of life. Like I love getting nothing more than getting together and, and you know, just it's just like you just connect on so many levels, don't you? And like to have songs that like pull the plug, you know, like release all the pressure, like it's just down to earth, it's cheeky, it's like it's just and it's like a nineties, you know, Chacademus and Plies, nineties reggae banger. Um, that's just actually, you know, of course, a genius brilliant piece of music and that and off note that you play is so cool it's like really like <laughs> yeah it's wrong in all the right ways and like yeah man it's fun i love that let's talk about what's wrong in the right ways as well let's go on to a guilty pleasure of yours all right Nick, let's do it lifetime you know we'll get creep one of these in because everyone can kind of understand that we, we don't just high and mighty listen to all the all the best of the best like guiltiest guiltiest pleasure let's go Wow. Uh, I mean, do you want the guiltiest pleasure? I want it. I, no, 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 Are you no. going to play it? Yeah, we're going to do it now live. Fri no fringe stuff, just like Fucking the most out. wretched guilty pleasure. But it has to be yours, you know, it's got to be personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, listen, I wasn't expecting to go here today, but <laughs> I heard it recently and I just had to stop in my tracks and just appreciate it. This is a very moving piece of music. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, you're taking I'm me down. to the edge here. Like, I'm like, <laughs> all right, it's, um, it's Believe by Cher. 
Oh. There we go. That is what, you know. Do you know what? I had, to, I had to play this at a wedding uh, last year, a wedding gig. And the, the father of the, the groom asked me to play this. So oh, you've got to play it again, mate. I'm, I'm, I think it's I on like my USB. I think it's actually on my USB. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. no, we'll play it here now. All right, you ready, guys? You've heard it here first and foremost. It's Nick Mulvey's Guiltiest Pleasure. <laughs> Believe 
you get the idea. <laughs> yes, well, man. I no. never expected to be doing that today. <laughs> yes, got him. <laughs> no, it's good, man. I mean, this is the sort of um, I had a really amazing moment with um, Rough Dog uh, earlier last year, where um, uh, you know we had a bit of chit chat and talking about music etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh, I did a moment where I sort of threw him under the bus and I said listen I've picked this record up from St Geordie I'm going to play it um, what are you going to play after this and he did this amazing thing where he just was like I know exactly what I'm going to play after like 30 seconds of that record being played I was like holy shit like you know wow this guy's a genius like a genius digger and he said I'll tell you what I'm going to do I'm going to play it on the wrong speed I was like what and he was like boom and he just pressed the the deck on the wrong speed and suddenly we had this epic instant remix of this record that i'd bought at st geordie which sounded incredible and he'd obviously never done that he'd, well, before he'd, he'd never, never heard, heard that, that track right. but like what i'm saying is in like in the third quick 30 seconds of like having that moment he just bang he did it and that's what i love about radio as well it's fun to, i mean you could have said no you could have done i could have done could have done but you're fair. not that guy because no and, and you got you Game, to Nick. be fair, yeah, there you go. I mean, like, share, believe, like, listen, if I'd written that song, I'd be, I'd be very happy and I'd also be a multi-millionaire. Exactly. Um, but, you know, it's a banger. It's, it's, you could build your house out of that song. I've thought about um, making a Christmas hit. Um, I can't sing or play guitar or any instrument, but, um, you know, I'm thinking, like, it can't be that difficult to make something that you can just live off royalties for the rest of your life in a Christmas vibe. And I feel like there's a gap in the Christmas market. Well, listen, you could make a Christmas song or a Christmas release. Whether or not you make a Christmas hit is, is a different thing. You know, good could luck this, to you. Could this be a project you want to you wanna help, help out on? You know, Nick? I'm always down to create. Let's see. Let's see Antonio, what, what about you? You up for it? We need some bass on this one. Yeah, okay, cool. A friend of mine who's a bit more sort of Ibiza, kind of, I don't know what the word is, pagan or something, was like, <laughs> you should do like a twist on the Christmas song and do like a winter solstice release. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Now, now that I said it on the mic, I'm not sure. Not sure about it. Yeah, I mean, like, going to miss the Christmas the, spirit. The full, like, you know, oh God, I was about to say something. No, I won't say it. Good. Well done. That's, I've definitely <laughs> grown up a bit this year already. Um, the Mariah Carey version, the Mariah Carey song is like, feel like a certain way and it's like that can't be done again you know what I mean but like you can't you, no one could compete with that it would yeah. always be that that's that if you know what I mean yeah yeah so it's like what and then you've had like the pokes come down that way then we've had like the you know more charity um well uh, you know it's Christmas time that one what was that was the yeah feet, uh, live heal aid. the world heal the world that's the one is it something like that something like that yeah so then I mean, the gap is maybe it is that one maybe you maybe your man's on something um, <laughs> well, um, thank you for that performance there. Um, I reckon we've got one more, one more uh, in us to to close the show of a of a live performance. Yes, um, and um, before we do that, let's play um, this one because it's been a real gift of you being here, Nick. And this is a this track is titled "The Gift" nice by one. Nick Mulvey. Atmosphere, I'm burning up in here. Heaven scarred with shooting stars, the gods are crying tears. 
Save our sorry lives as we walk along the knife. Learning about the everyday, remembering this life. It's a gift that you keep on giving me. It's a gift that you keep on giving me. It's a gift that you keep on giving me. And you keep on, you keep on. Marimon the sand dunes, now a mother plants a tree. She finds the great plains in the blade of grass, in the grain of sand, the sea. A boy's eyes fill with tears, for he knows there is such pain. The world itself is growing, to keep up he has to change. It's a gift, that you keep on giving me. It's a gift, that you keep on giving me. It's a gift. Keep on giving me, you keep on, you keep on. Seven hands to hold and seven stories all untold Seven lines in mind, seven futures intertwined The night's a jungle, crossing darkness limb to limb Closer in the moonlight, closer in the dim This is uh, Emily, my wife's new favourite song, Nick. There you go. Happy to hear that. And apparently uh, Elka, our daughter, was absolutely vibing off your uh, reggae uh, cover as well. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. What have you got in store for us? For the, this is the final performance, guys, of today's radio show. It's been an absolute blast. This has got to be one of my favourite radio shows I've done. It's been a real vibe. I hope the listener, you've enjoyed it at home. It's feeling like a great way to start our new year here in Ibiza. Um, some magical frequencies going down the airwaves of Open Lab 106.4 FM. Thank you to Open Lab. Thank you to Antonio. Thank you to you, Nick. Uh, your final performance, what are you going to do? Yes, Harry. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Um, I'm feeling to close with looking forward to a new song this is an unreleased song one that I'm recording at the moment it'll be on the forthcoming album Dark Harvest which will come later this year this song is called Solastalgia Solastalgia is a new word which is a, it describes the a certain kind of sadness we feel from not being enough in contact with nature um, the song has has a certain yeah 
I'm, I'm going to play it actually. I'm not going to explain, explain too much, but um, this is Solastalgia and thanks for listening. show another way Hiding in the ground to be shown again Keep lighting in your in your scenes Yeah, yeah Give unto one who who dares to dream of you But I I don't know which one is coming through Yes I'm feeling grace dazed in solitude And oh this feeling yeah is coming true
Thank you very much. Thank you so much, and um, what a beautiful way to end the show. Oh gosh, it's going to be uh, nice, warm, buzzy feelings going into the rest of the week. Um, thank you again, Nick. Thank you, Antonio. Um, the magic of radio and live performance. If you are lucky enough to have copped one of the tickets for next performance on Saturday, we will see you on Saturday for King's Day. Um, uh, Nick's going to be performing live between the hours of five and seven. And we have some other music beforehand, uh, some DJs, selectors, and perhaps we'll wind down a little bit with some music afterwards as well. But Nick's going to be there and it's going to be a, a beautiful, warm, intimate setting. And we can't wait for it. Thanks, Nick. Yes, mate, Harry, it's been an absolute pleasure. Signing out. Antonio, thanks again. Have a wonderful rest of the week, guys. Much love. <laughs>